Welcome back to Fold in the Cheese. It's your boy K Troll on the mic today. It's actually Johnny Moxon on the mic today. That's right. This is my poster right over here. That's yes. me. They're putting it up in my sign in my yard. Uh, I'm the new starting quarterback. Here West Canyon Coyotes. Let's go. I'm joined by Ethan Belichick today, who's going to fire himself on the pod. Yeah. So breaking news. I was going to say that's actually that's actually why we're here today is this is the press conference where Bill Belichick myself is resigning because we are terrible uh, and I am fully committing. I do have headphones on. You have headphones uh, on. Yeah. Can't actually hear that well. So I, I say, yes, I, I was going to say, like, there are people who are like, oh, they need to fire him. I'm like, you can't fire Bill Belichick. Yeah. <laughs> One does not fire Bill Belichick. (laughs) Can we just keep using the, I mean, you know, you're doing Lord of the Rings, right? Yeah. Okay, good. I always, sometimes when you make the reference, I'm like, does he know he's doing Lord of the Rings? Because if not, that's amazing. One does Uh, not simply. Yeah. There's so so many memes on the internet about that. Yeah. First of all, I love Sean Bean. He's actually not the person who has died the most in movies. That's actually a misnomer. Oh, really? Yeah. He's died a lot, but I, I think it's Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo's died a lot. So really, I might have to Google that. I might have to stat boy. Our friend Fanacek would definitely know that. He was talking about Danny Trejo, I think, in one of his episodes recently. He would know. I like Danny Trejo. Um, so yeah, you know, it's gonna be one of those classic at the end of the season, mutually decided to part ways and let him retire on his own. You know, it's not gonna be in the season. You're gonna finish this year. Uh yeah. the the only thing I'm and don't get me wrong. Bill should be done. Uh, he's been great for 23 years or however many he's been. I mean, obviously, Brady. I think we're realizing now that it was the greatness of Brady. And Belichick's great, too, but it's been the greatest. It was a combination. Well. It really was a yeah. combo. So right now, and I think I heard Julian Edelman. I don't know if he was talking on the Manning cast or New Heights or whatever. He was talking about, like, right now, all he's coaching for is kind of like he coaches for big games. It's division championships it's afc championships it's super bowls like he coaches for big games at this point he's not coaching for big games and probably the biggest thing he's looking at is the shula mark you know going for the all-time wins and i think he's 18 off you know coming into the season's like oh that's like two seasons now it's like uh that could be like five seasons (laughs) so it's tough because you know i think he should be done at the end of this year i just i don't think he's got it left. He's not a rebuilding coach. You know, we're we're rebuilding now. It's it's clear we're done. So it's a full blown rebuild. Yeah, and that's that's not what he should be doing. That's not his legacy. He's not going to end his career in a in a whimper. So I think he should. Ju- I mean, I guess you could say this would be a whimper if he went out this year. But it's gonna, only going to get worse. It's not going to get any better magically. So he should be done at the end of this year. It, it's tough. And it's it's nothing against what he's done. He's done so much for the Patriots organization, but it's time to be done. And it's clear. Uh, hasn't drafted well <laughs> ever. Oh, my God. They've never drafted well. Yeah, never. that's true. That's true. So do you think that it, obviously you're biased, but you may you may be biased in the opposite direction. But do you think he's the greatest football coach, professional football coach ever? Um, that's a tough question. I am slightly biased, so of course I want to say yes. I just want to say Tom Brady's the greatest player ever because you know they're my team. But I I think as we just said in the beginning, it was though the combination of them two was just unheralded and un you know it, it's not going to happen again. 
I don't think the only close thing would be if like a Mahomes and Andy Reid, but Andy Reid sticks Andy around a little it, bit yeah. older, so it's tougher for him. But you know, if, if they stick around forever, that could probably be the only other combination. Um, so, do I think he's the greatest coach of all time? No, but he's definitely top three, top five. But I just think if you just look at kind of everything else, all encompassing again, the drafting errors. And now what he's doing without Brady, I mean, th- those two things speak volumes. Brady proved himself. He said, hey, I le- I'm leaving. And he won a Super Bowl his first year with a mediocre team the year before. Granted, they obviously improved a lot when him coming, but he he did everything. He showed all the doubters and all that. Yeah, this is me. So yep. Belichick yeah. hasn't done that. He hasn't won without Brady. His record without him is under 500. Granted, he did not, make it to the playoffs that year, right? Didn't he make it to the playoffs in like yeah. an 8-8 and eight season that, or something? We watched that live together in Indianapolis when we had our, our brain trust, and they got murderated. That was but, pathetic. Yeah, the Bills didn't punt. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think they scored on every possession. But anyway. So here's the difference, I think, between him and like the Mahomes-Andy Reid situation. Mahomes and Reid are kind of like two offensive geniuses you know Mahomes if you I don't know if you watch that quarterback documentary on Netflix I need to I I finally got to it and I buzzed through it and it's really really fascinating um it's a really good it covers three like very different stories you got Marcus Mariota going to Atlanta and so you've got this like veteran on a new team that has a rookie that they're trying to build up and so you watch that journey and you see him like kind of lose his job and, and and then like the drama that unfolded after that you got Kirk Cousins who's like this Rock solid, top half quarterback, but not elite, you know, but like right. really good. Um, just comes to work, you know, blue collar kind of guy. And then you've got Mahomes, who's like baby goat, who's like Flash out there wheeling and dealing. And it's it's three different, very different stories, but it's very interesting. But he and Reed are just like, um, they're not like mind meld necessarily, but they're both brilliant at what they do. I, I also <laughs> they're feel both like they're offensive, like, offensively yeah. brilliant. Yeah. Belichick is is maybe the greatest defensive mind ever. And that I think will be his legacy. Yeah. Whereas Brady was a quarterback. So like that worked because they took care of different sides of the ball. You know, Reed and Mahomes are like, we're going to score 50 every game. (laughs) And hopefully someone can come in here and help us with our defense. Cause like, we're just, we're going. I also feel like they're best friends. Like you just kind of look at how they are. Yeah. I just feel like they are buddies. Yeah. Hanging out. Uh, whereas Belichick and Bray, no, they are not best friends. <laughs> no talking, no <laughs> talking at all. Don't talk to me ever outside yeah. of the office. I hear but you. I hear you. Anyway, but yeah, the Patriots yeah, suck. I think it's kind the, of, uh, as a I non-Patriots hope... fan, it's kind of fun to watch actually. Cause I'm just like, thank oh, God. I'm sure everyone in the NFL loves this, that, you know, and, it's and like Alabama dropping out of the top 10. You're just kind of like, Whoa, how about that? Yeah. I, I can't complain. I've had 20 years of greatness, so I'm done for life. Like I can't, I can't say anything like, yeah, we suck, but it's like, shut up. If it never <laughs> comes back, you're still, you've had the glory days. Yeah, exactly. You've had so enough Super Bowls for your lifetime. I really have. It's, <laughs> you know, six. I can deal with that. But, uh, so yes, I think Bill should be done. Just Patriots should just complete rebuild, start over, actually figure out how to draft and start with Caleb Williams. Let's just do that. They may, they may end up. Start with Caleb Williams. They need to hire McVeigh and start with Caleb Williams and then see what, what happens there. Wow. That would be lit. That would be something. That would be lit. That would be something. Okay. okay. Enough, about, enough about Bill Belichick and the Patriots. We suck. But uh, I figure, well, first of all, uh, 
welcome back. You know, you were gone last week. So you know big, what? Thank you, big thank you to Adam Barr for stepping into your big shoes. Uh, he did a great job last week. Great conversation. Big Browns fan. I don't know if you, you heard all of it, but he is a diehard man. So it's, it's kind of fun to see. You know, we've obviously had Jason on the show, big Detroit Lions guy. Yep. Had Adam on, who's a big Cleveland guy. So not You have sure these like self-loathing friends. <laughs> right? I don't know where these people come from, from the woodworks. Um, I thought you guys, I did listen to the podcast while I was in Disney. That's the only yes. podcast I listened to all week. I, I missed all my other fantasy stuff. I miss all the other stuff I listened to. I was like, oh, he put on a podcast. I was like, I forgot about that. Let me check that out. <laughs> I forgot. Adam that. did a great so job. Cool. You did a great yeah. job in the host seat. Uh, you guys killed it. I heard Bernie Kosar was mentioned in there, I think. Uh, <laughs> there were some, there's some really random people coming up. So yeah. it was a good time. So be honest, were you upset that I did bust out blind resumes? You know, I was a little hurt. I was a little hurt. I thought that was our thing. I thought that was our <laughs> special thing. Um. But I was also kind of like, either you screwed it up or we're not far enough in the season because he picked like the stars every time. He did. Pick <laughs> I was the like, stars. the point, Adam, the point is you're supposed <laughs> to pick Josh Dobbs instead of Trevor Lawrence. You know, like, I was it was really, it was actually kind of difficult to do it uh, this time. I know it's only, it was only six weeks into the season or five weeks at the time. So there hasn't been as much separation. But I think that's also kind of the fun thing in the beginning because, again, Josh Dobbs is a top 10 quarterback right now. Yeah. And he was above Trevor Lawrence. So, yeah, I think he just kind of got lucky, Adam. That's right. You got lucky. He got lucky. Picking the big name. So, uh, because again, it was <clears throat> Josh Dobbs, Trevor Lawrence. It was, I don't know, Derrick Henry and who was the other guy? I don't remember. But yeah. It was wild that he did pick all the big names. You probably should have set him up with like stat lines that you knew were more favorable, not by like 40 points, but by like, you know, 15 maybe. True. And then like make him pick and then be like, yeah, <laughs> you, you have to pick Derrick Henry. <laughs> yeah. You took Chuba Hubbard. How about that? <laughs> True. Um, so yeah, oh, that was great. Great job. Well done. Well done yes, by everyone. Thanks, thanks Adam. Uh, but yes, you're back now. And I think, you know, so obviously we've we've talked about our league a lot. We've talked about, obviously, Adam and I talked about our neighborhood league some. Uh, but you and I started something new this year. And actually, I, I'm saying like I started it. I joined it. You and your boy Curtis started this uh, Dynasty League. So, you know, we always talk about our, our standard one. But this is something I have never done. So, yeah. Kent, like, have you done Dynasty before? And, and kind of give a quick rundown on how it works. So I have never done Dynasty either. This okay. is my first year doing it. Curtis uh, and I, we worked together 15 years ago and for like nine years. So we became pretty close. He's a diehard fantasy player as well. And so we always talk, shoot back and forth, you know, hey, would you do this deal? Would you do that? Yeah. We always said, hey, we want to start a new league, but we want it to either be like um, super flex, which is where you can flex a quarterback, which means basically like a two quarterback league, or we want to do like, <clears throat> a big keeper league where you keep a bunch of players. And finally this year, we we're just kind of like, I think we listened to a lot of the same podcasts too. And one of them started a dynasty podcast, like a oh, spinoff. Okay. Yeah. We're kind of like, we need to do a dynasty league. And he's like, let's do it. Let's do it. Find <laughs> five guys, you know, on your half, I'll find five on my half. Let's bring them together. Find guys that are going to commit to it. They're going to be all in on it. And let's, let's do it. Let's do a startup dynasty draft. And it was a lot of fun. I mean, it took, like the draft a took a week, a legit the draft took a week. full week. It was a long time, but it was like middle of summer, like whatever. Yeah. Um, it was, you know, a lot of research. I did a lot of research to figure out like how many players should you have? What should the roster construction look like? What should your lineups look like? Should, do you have an IR? How many slots do you have? Do you have, they've got things like um, taxi squad where you've got like players that you are basically putting in like a red shirt almost like you're, if you draft a rookie class, we may institute this next year. 
you put them on a taxi squad, which means they can't start in your lineup at any point during the year. You have to oh, elevate wow. them to your main roster. Mm-hmm. It's like a practice okay. squad kind of. And once you elevate them, you can't send them back to the taxi squad. So that's like a way to, to draft new rookies that aren't yet starting in the NFL. You're not going to play them yet, but you want to have them on your team. Like there's all these different dynamics that go into a dynasty league. Yeah. And um, I think including I would, the platforms, which are all, all right. over the place too. So I think I was greatly unprepared mm-hmm. and um, didn't, I guess, understand the. I still don't think fully grasp the strategy around it. So I'm going to tell you kind of what I thought going into this draft. So the draft was awesome yes. just because so there are 10 of us. And, but obviously we're all literally across the country and it's not, since it's a dynasty, it's a lot more thinking involved. So it was great. We were all on a 10 person text chain and we basically said, you just text in your pick and then you basically, the next person has a couple hours or, I mean, we were gracious. We didn't have an official timer, but you know, after like four or five hours, we'd be like, ah, hello. Come (laughs) on, man. Come on. Yeah. So I think it was probably an average. The probably the average is about an hour, right? Wouldn't you say? If you yeah, because some of them blazed out pretty quickly, and then Beginning several of them quick. would take like six hours, and we're like, yeah. where did where did Drader go? You know, <laughs> yeah, a lot of it I feel like was Drader. Uh, so coming into it, I, I don't think I did enough research, but because I'll I'll be first and foremost, my team is terrible, and I am sucking. I am currently I think in second to last place, if not last. Uh, I am one in five. He's looking it up right now. I see his eyes shifting. I got you. you for that. Don't worry. Uh, so yeah, I'm in last place. I'm at last. I was in ninth <clears throat> until this past week. Um, so I didn't know how much to rely on, like going young, just young, 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 or wait a second, actually play for this year as well. So it was interesting, like you know, in a in a typical league, you don't draft quarterbacks except for like the top two until fourth round, fifth round, sixth round here, the first five picks were quarterbacks because yeah. obviously the, the thought with dynasty is you're going to have these guys for years and years and years. So I think you had the first pick. Did you know? Yes. But all, yes. but let me caveat real quick. Like it's also a super flex, right? Dynasty which also it's something I've, I've never done before. Which I had never done a league that was a super flex either, but you start two quarterbacks pretty much every week. You can start right. any, any offensive position in that super flex position, but quarterbacks tend to score the most in fantasy. So you're going right. to start a quarterback. And so if you have two good quarterbacks, that's that's your goal, right? Right. So everyone's jumping immediately on quarterbacks. First five picks were all quarterbacks. I ended up getting the first pick. We did that cool, that 100-yard dash, which was hilarious. Yeah. I, ended up, I ended up winning the first pick and took Mahomes immediately because oh, yeah. it's like Mahomes, Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow, you know, Justin Herbert. Like Those are the first five picks. Those yeah. are the obvious first picks. These are young guys. They've got a lot of runway left. You've got maybe 10 more years plus of a career. Um, and they're superstars, and you know you can start them in one of those two quarterback positions. So right. you just no-brainer, go for it. Set it, forget it, even during their bye week, play them. Uh, so I had the fourth pick, and I went with Joe Burrow. So, again, thinking set for life, but he has struggled mightily this year, obviously, with the calf injury right before freaking training camp, or right as training camp started. So uh, that has attributed to my slow start. But then also, I after that, I don't know what your strategy was. Like, I was foolish. And I waited a long time on my next quarterback. So I don't know if that all that hurt me right away. But then again, I wasn't sure how much emphasis I should be putting on the the young factor. And I think that also hint, hampered me a little bit just because, you know, I didn't take like a Tyreek Hill when I had the chance, you know, in like the fourth or fifth round, just because I was like, oh, he's 
He's like 29 or 30, and he says he's going to retire in a year or two. I don't need him. I don't want him on my team. Let me get T. Higgins. He's young. <laughs> so like, Which, in most years, T. Higgins is a superstar. This year, he's just been total garbage. But like that that was a good pick from a he's young and he's a star. And he's those with Joe like Burrow. Perfect, those are your perfect receivers. Yeah, and you got Joe Burrow already. Like Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson were like first-round picks because they're right. young and superstars. So that, that makes sense. T. Higgins, I think, is a great pick. But to your point about Tyree Kill, like, I don't remember what round he went, but it was at least the third it's before the third. he went off the board. Well, and you knew you're going to get a couple years of right. superstardom, but then you're done, and so you're kind of like, well, do I do I play for now? Or do I play for later? That is the ultimate balance you have to strike right. in, in dynasty. Well, it was wild too because I think I played against Tyreek Hill last week, and I was looking to see him like he also has Jamar Chase. How did this happen? So, and yeah. CD Lamb. That's how yeah. I know he was at least a third rounder because he took Chase and CD Lamb on the return, which was a killer strike. And it, for him to get those two and Tyreek, I was like, that's a killer wide receiver room. That is yeah. incredible wide receiver room. It was killer. So I, I started going young early. So I got like a Joe Burrow. I have a T. Higgins. I got a Tony Pollard, which I was happy about. And so I was like, three good young guys. But then I think I started to stray a little bit from that because then I went with like a Derrick Henry who I thought, wait, I can also play for now. And so that's when I started to get back on that train. And I got like a Debo. And so I I, I don't think I, I committed enough to one or the other. I kept like kind of jumping back and forth. So my team's a little hodgepodge and clearly not doing well. But I think overall, I'm pretty young, which is good. You're very uh, young. Your team is I'm very young. young. Except, yeah, I'm very so you, young. You have a couple of older guys. But like I would, right. I would say that you skewed too far young if yes. you're going to say one or the other. And it's not too far like you're screwed forever because no. in a couple of years, this team could be amazing, but that's such a question mark and the league changes so quickly mm-hmm. and players retire and gets you know, career ending injuries and trade teams and they're irrelevant. And like how many players have you seen be a flash in the pan for a year or two and then they're gone. Yeah. Then they and go. like, so that's the difficulty with, with skewing young is because you're taking a lot of gambles, a lot of gambles. And people are, as you said, teams aren't afraid to move on from those young guys. Like, oh, nope, you're done. See you later. Like, yeah. You had your shot. It's you know, just like not Jalen Jalen Rager coming out like first round pick. He's going to be on three years. He's like done in the league. Like you're gone. He's done. Yeah. He's returning punts now and not very good at it. You know, yeah. like that's, so, that's exactly like, right. That's a great example. Like I have a, a Jackson Smith, the Jigba. And so at the time, everyone's like, oh, that was a great pick at that time. I was like, yes, from where I got him, I was loving that pick. You know, this year he's not doing anything, which He's a young guy. He obviously already has DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett ahead of him. And Geno Smith has taken a half step back. But, you know, it, it worries me a tiny bit. Is he going to yeah. be a Jalen Rager where he's yeah. a first round pick, a receiver, had a great college career, but doesn't make the next jump. Uh, so I got a couple guys like that. Like I have a Quentin Johnson on the on the Chargers, another young guy. Those are two great picks in a dynasty. You would think that's like that. I thought you got out of draft. I was like, damn, you got two of the hottest rookie receivers you can get no you know? i was i was jacked to get them but again it's not they're not helping me this year which is fine yeah. i just yeah. need to fully lean into that fact that okay i'm i'm not well clearly at this point of the year i am not playing for this year yeah uh, i honestly thought at the beginning of the season i i could be especially with like a derrick henry uh i also had like a james connor who's just like a good points guy everyone was mocking me i think you helped me make that pick everyone was mocking me when i picked him i was like when he plays like yeah i know i'll have him for a year or two when he plays, he's solid. Like he's gonna get me 15 points or whatever. He's a top 15 running back when he plays, and he gets hurt every year, but only maybe for a few games. And like he'll be back, and he's a top 15 play. And again, if you're trying to win any games this year, like 
you need to score some points, right? Right. So, and uh, and and maybe we'll we'll do this right now. So I I'm in a position right now where I'm one in five. And, you know, probably, what, six more games left, seven more games left. I'm done for this year, clearly. Uh, Dynasty is interesting because now I can start making some moves for my future. And you and I have been in discussions already about said moves because you have a great team overall. Like, you have a you one of the highest scoring teams right now. Your record doesn't show it, but you have a team that's for now and for the future, which is great. And you are in the position where you are trying to make a playoff push and so you and I have been in talks where I might unload a vet for a pick, you know, which, yeah. which I, yeah. I, I need to do because it's, it's not like they're going to be helping me right now. So maybe we can figure this out right here, man. We can maybe see. we can do it. So here's There's the situation. I, my strategy, just to kind of uh, follow up on what you were saying, your strategy was <clears throat> my strategy unfounded as well. Have not played before, but I listened yeah. to some pods about it and read a little bit about it and was kind of like, okay, here's what I'm going to try and do. It was easy having the first pick and just being like, oh, easy. <laughs> Done. You know? See you, you in five out. hours. But after that, you know, to your point, like I was very cognizant of the quarterback run, making sure that I got a second guy. Now I didn't yeah. get a superstar by any stretch. I ended up getting Russell Wilson, who I personally had faith in rebounding with Sean Payton, at least, at least to the point where I was like, there's a possibility he steps up and he becomes another top 10 quarterback like he used to be. He's been top thing. 10, but he's close. I mean, he's been pretty good. I was going to say, finish-wise, he has, I think he's, what, the third most passing touchdowns in the league? Yeah, like he's, a been, quiet he's been really good other than the past week. He's been he's been a great QB2 other than this past week. And then what I thought was one of the steals of the draft, much later in the draft, I grabbed Kyler Murray, who obviously is going to miss a bunch of time. And then there were rumors like he may not play at all this year because they're tanking for Caleb Williams. Right. And then they're like, well, but they still like it's a new coaching staff. Like they want to see for sure if Kyler Murray is is like right. the future. They've got him locked in for like four years or something. You know, okay. like they've got to at least see if it's a fit before they totally move on. And either way, if they don't keep him, I feel like he's going to land somewhere else and be yeah. a starter. He's a top half starting quarterback, I think. So especially the fact that he's so fantasy. young. He is young, you know. He's 26 years old. So for, especially for fantasy, um, I think he's a great quarterback. So I've got him on my IR, one of my IR slots just hanging out there. And as soon as he comes back, I feel like I'll have Mahomes and him would be a, a killer combo. But yeah, I've got a, I have a really good blend. I think I kind of lucked out really. Like I have a really good blend of current starters and future players. Like I remember in the draft back at the turn when it came back to me, it was Amon Ross St. Brown, who I love, of course. Love him. Young dude, superstar. And Christian McCaffrey, who everyone else just didn't take. And I was like, he's only, first of all, he's only 28. Like, he's not done this year. He's probably got a, another couple years. And also, he's a freaking super, he can win your league by himself, you know? Yeah. I was like, so why would you not at least some, like, it's almost like everyone had the same mentality of, like, only playing for the future. And I was like, right. well, then I'll take McCaffrey. I'll, I'll Two rounds later, I get Austin Eckler as well. <laughs> I was like, this is in the fifth round I got Austin <laughs> Eckler. I'm like, what are you people doing, you know? Uh, you know, people are I taking like, Higgins, man. I was, I was worried about that. Higgins and Zach Charbonnet, I think, was taken before Austin. It was like, okay, like at some point you're getting too cute, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, yes, yes. And then, like, it was, I think, the seventh, eighth, maybe I got Amari Cooper and and Brandon Ayuk, who's only like 25 years old and is a star. And I was like, it, I don't know. It kind of fell to me really well um, to the point where I think I, I think I did really well in the draft. And I end up with a bunch of depth on my bench, and I've got a bunch of backups, which I've got handcuffs for some of the running backs I have. Like, 
DeAndre Swift and Kenneth Gainwell and, you know, Najee Harris and Jalen Warren. Like I've got, I've got good um, backups there too, to where if injuries happen, I'm fine. And if, if a player ages out and a new guy comes in, I'm kind of fine there too. So I've got some wiggle room um, to play with there, but to your point, like future picks, I've got, I think I have a young enough team right now that like the next year or two, I've probably got some play with my draft picks. Yeah. And so you've got some guys like Derrick Henry, for instance, we've talked about where it's like he could help me this year for sure. I don't know about next year. I don't even know if he'll be playing. And if he is, is he going to be like a, you know, like a Zeke Elliott type to Ramondre where he's kind of just comes in and vultures some touchdowns, but he's not super reliable. I don't know what the future holds for him, but for this year, he can help me. Yeah, for sure. And so that's why we're kind of looking at like draft picks for people like Derrick Henry. You talked about Mike Evans as someone you mentioned too, who's kind of in the same boat where like receivers tend to have a longer shelf life, but like Mm -hmm. the big guys don't usually last as long. It's usually the speed guys that last longer. So I don't know how much I trust Mike Evans in the future, you know, so that's what we've been kind of uh, dishing back and forth. Yeah, so I'm I'm definitely playing or looking for a first round pick just because one I know based on my record I'm gonna have a good first round pick probably you're gonna have a high one yeah I'm gonna have a good one probably top three at this the rate it's going and I would love to be in the Bears situation where I have like if I have the top two picks in the draft uh, <clears throat> it could literally be the same two picks like they pick yeah. the same two and then I'll pick you're the taking same Caleb Williams pick. and Drake May <laughs> uh, so yeah I'm I'm definitely because as I said, I, I waited on quarterbacks too long and it was, it was funny. Cause every time I was about to get one, literally the guy or two before me would take it. And I'm like, okay, well now I'm not really jazzed about anyone. I'll just wait again. And I'm like, okay, I got my next name. Boom. Like shit. So unfortunately for me, <laughs> these are my other quarterbacks. So I obviously have Joe Burrow who's obviously struggling this year, but I'm getting, I'm, I'm happier for the future with him. He'll be fine. Yeah. He'll be fine. <laughs> I, <laughs> Crap, Jones. I, I, want to, I want to vomit because I'm about to say these two names and people are just like, why are you even in this league? Uh, I have Ryan Tannehill and yep. Mac Jones. So at the time, I was like, I just with Ryan Tannehill, I was like, I need a starter. You know, he's a starter and he can get he's a fine. He's fine. No, he has been fine. good in the past. He's been like, exactly. Decent in the past, you know, and then with Mac Jones, I did expect him not to be as bad as he was last season. He had a great rookie year obviously dropped tons last season. And then I thought he was going to take a big step forward. The Patriots just decided, no, let's screw Ethan and say, let's not have a good year. After week one, you were like, this is going to work. Of course I didn't work. He threw the ball 55 times or whatever. You're like, this is going to work. Three touchdowns. It was looking great. I was like, he's back. He's back. Uh, back. They are not back. They are probably going to be moving on from him. So anyway, uh, my quarterbacks are struggling, so I would definitely love a Caleb Williams, and I'm eyeing that. Although he keeps flirting with this idea, he's not going to declare for the draft. Like, did you? It's bro, I hate that, bro. He's he's coming, Caleb. I'm playing for you this year, so I need you to listen declare. to this podcast. Caleb. We're going <laughs> to send it to him. He's going to listen. Uh, so yes, I'm obviously looking for a pick. I would love a first rounder. Uh, I, I just thrown out to you because you said Derrick Henry. I was like first rounder for Derrick Henry because your pick is not going to be a great first round pick. Because you, even though you're only three and three right now, you are not a three and three team. You are not a 500 team. You are a top three team. I have so, the third. I'm I'm very close to the top points in the league, but I'm right. third in points in the league and and far and away the most points against. Yeah. So that's why I'm three and three. But my my points will vault me as the season goes on. And that kind of exactly. levels out. 
So I'm on your pick is probably, you know, we have 10 teams in this league. Yours is either going to be like seven, eight, nine, ten, which, you know, it's still a first rounder, but uh, I don't know why. Uh, I'm loving Brock Bowers. I hope I get him next year. Yeah. I love, I, lo- I just love that guy. Yeah. Yeah. I would take him in the first round like that. Considering I think a lot of people would. This league's also like a full point PPR for tight ends and half point for everybody else. So it's, yeah. it is a tight end premium as well. So spoiler um, alert, I'm looking at Brock Bowers. Looking uh, at Brock Bowers. So I think Brock Bowers will probably be there at my pick, I would think. Yeah. So now so anyway, thinking, now you put a name to it. And this is the this is the mind the mindness the mind. of playing playing you dynasty wanted, is you're starting to put a name on who that draft pick's going to right? be and what they're going to do for your team and But then this is so this is also what's wild though. You and I were just talking uh so there was a, a trade that just happened in our league and I I think you know it better, but basically the big name that got traded was Josh Allen. So Josh yeah. Allen was traded from a team who was in second to last place. Me and Curtis are at the bottom. And uh, he got draft picks galore. He got a freaking haul. Yeah. He got like. As he should. It's Josh Allen. Right. But... It's Josh Allen. But it was something like absurd. A first rounder in 25, a second rounder in 26, and a first in 27. I was like, oh, my brain. So you're telling me I have to look at middle schoolers right now to see who I'm going to be drafting in these years? My God. Yeah, that's right. Oh my God! It's you have to start studying team. like the class of twenty five. What are they? What are the prospects? Who are the top prospects that are coming out in a couple years? Who are the top right. prospects that are freshmen this year coming out in twenty six? Maybe am that's the kind of playing, stuff you have to start thinking about with Dynasty. Am I already playing for Arch Manning? Like, should I be tanking for twenty seven or what? I don't. What? God. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty so much. it's starting to hurt my brain a little bit. So that's why I'm I'm just looking at next year's draft. <laughs> so that's why I would love your first rounder, man. So listeners. Okay. Listener, let's go with uh, Derek. Listener, Henry for, let's go with Derek Henry for for first rounder. There, Hang I on, you've you've already offered Derek Henry and Mike Evans for a first, and I'm oh, wavering right. on that. Which I think that's a good deal, man. It it is a good deal if if I'm playing for right now, right now. Which you uh, are. Evans n- makes me nervous, honestly, because I just I've not I've not been a believer of his. I know he's been good. I've just not been a huge fan of his in general, but. Um, I tried to then throw in like maybe we throw in a second as well, and then you bring JSN in, who I know you're nervous about, but was I a highly touted rookie. Yeah, I, I I am nervous about bringing him in. I, I did see you text me late last night saying that why don't you throw in uh, JSN? We can do that. That'd be good. Uh, how about what if I throw in my third rounder? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not going to, we should not answer this on the air. <laughs> That's true. We should not. We should not. Whatever answer. it is, we should not answer this on the air. We will get a, a, give an update next week. Though, we'll, have, yes. we'll have an answer by then, I think. But basically, I'm playing for the future. Kemper's playing for right now and the future still. Uh, so it is kind of an interesting dynamic, which is, it's interesting too. Yeah, Dynasty is just such a, a different beast and it's so weird. It's a different mindset because, you know, go to our other league and it's completely different. Like I'm, I'm doing really, I'm five and one in that league. Here I'm one in five. It's just like yeah. whew, completely reversed. And and same for you. Like you're obviously struggling in our other league, but here in the yeah. dynasty, you're set up perfectly. So yeah. it's just wild. And it's tough it's to just, draft that many different types of leagues. I'm, yeah. I've had that problem even drafting like a half point PPR with a bunch of old guys on CBS's platform versus <laughs> full point PPR Yahoo with my college buddies. Like even that's totally different strategies. And um this this dynasty thing. We have thirty man rosters in dynasty. Yeah, thirty people in a roster. I'm not gonna lie. Towards the end of the draft, I didn't even know who I was picking. I was like, okay, I've got the fourth string quarterback on the Saints. Okay, you yes. did. 
you did you did you did pull in a legendary move we were on our fishing trip in charlotte you're like all right the next guy who scores a touchdown i'm picking him up on my dynasty game. He's all backups in the preseason all right and it was the colts and jawan winfrey catches the touchdown you're like all right and you dropped somebody who i'd heard of and picked up jawan winfrey it was like He's on your dynasty team now because you have 30 people on, their, on your roster. And the best part is you looked it up. He is no longer in the NFL. So he is great. back. They just signed him. Yes. They just signed him back to the active roster. He was on a practice squad for a while. They cut him. And now he's been signed to the active roster, which is like a du- double jump. So he's back. He's back. He's, he's coming back. in. Look out. Love it. He's going to be jumping into my starting lineup here pretty soon. He might need to, honestly. Yeah. I need a jump start. Send a message to the to the vets. Say, no, your job is not safe. Watch out for these young guns. Uh, so yeah, it'll be fun to see that. We'll we'll update you on our trade. We are gonna figure it out. Uh, it's just kind of getting into the weeds a little bit here, but we will figure this out. Um, so yeah, man, it's it's wild. It's different. It's fun. I am. My brain is starting to hurt just thinking about all the years in the future. But we'll you can do it. You can, can do, do it. it. So until next time, keep on folding. Fold it. <laughs>